0: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
2: This is Our American Stories. Much of what's known about legendary NFL quarterback Brett Favre has been kept between the goalposts. But our own Greg Hangler took a drive three hours south to Hattiesburg, Mississippi, we broadcast from here in Oxford, to learn the rest of the story, as we do so often here at Our American Stories, of Brett's life. And what we've come up with is a five-part series about a lot of things. This one has to do with the day. On December 22, 2003, the day after his father's fatal heart attack, and his father's name was Irvin, Brett Favre played in a must-win Monday night football game against the Oakland Raiders. Favre dealt with the grief in the best way he can imagine. He played his heavy heart out. Here again is Brett Favre with part three of our five-part series.
1: That game, of all the games I played, I played in 321 games. Played in two Super Bowls. Um, by far, no, not even close, the most pressure and the most nervous I've ever been was the Oakland game. And... Um, it wasn't it had nothing to do about will i or will i not play as people were thinking leading up understandably so i mean do you think he'll play i knew i was going to play but i was so afraid to, that i wouldn't play i wanted to honor my dad by playing lights friggin' out i didn't want to just play even though i would have gotten a free pass Say you play, we win, you play crappy. People say, What do you expect? Can't even believe he played. I didn't want I didn't want to even go down that road. I wanted to play like I'd never played before. And the odds of that happening just because I want it, I wanted to do that all the time. But this time more than ever. So the pressure was enormous. And, and in my experiences, when the, when the pressure is almost too big to bear, it's hard to perform. Very hard to perform. You, you, you know You just can't settle down and everything's moving so fast, which is what was going on that night. But it was like, as the game unfolded, with each play, it was like, man, that this is, this is, I knew then, I mean, I was, I've always been a, uh, a Christian, some some days better than others, some years better than others, but, you know, we, we were born and raised, we went to church, and as kids, we didn't pay attention, and, you know, we got, got whippings and, Got chewed out, you know, sent to the cry room, and then you know, through my trials and tribulations, I've leaned on the Lord more at times than uh, than other times. I think, like most people, but I knew that night, based on what I just told you, there's no way that was a sign. I've used this several times. I didn't realize at the time. But at halftime, I mean, I knew statistically that this was was unbelievable. I, but I wanted to win the game. But I, I was well aware of like, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, this, this is crazy. But at the end of the game, it didn't dawn on me then. It didn't dawn on me th- that year. It didn't dawn on me a year later. It dawned on me years later that, you know, and I've, I spoke to a group at Murfreesboro, this high school up there, it was a Christian group last year. Oh, I spoke at Liberty University this year, uh, or actually October, I think, and, and talked about it there. I said, you know what, I don't know about, and I was kind of really asking a question to the audience. I said, do, do you ever like find yourself saying, I want a sign, Lord, sh- give me a sign, show yourself, or you know, make this curtain move or whatever. Um, you know, all of a sudden this billboard says, you know, I am real or you look you give me a sign. And I said, and it never works out that way, right? And you, get, you forget about it, you go on and you, maybe you do it again. I said, I was, that, that happened to me. And I said, one day I realized that the sign was how I played. I said, you know, you have to keep in mind that I played at at, at halftime. I had already, if that game would have ended, it would have been the best game in my history, statistically speaking. And it's just a half. Now, keep in mind that my father just died. I I never studied, because when I, I got the news that he had died, I mean, I, you know, my mind was elsewhere and we needed to win this game and I needed to play and play well but I didn't need to play that well and I prayed and prayed and prayed Lord I want to I want to honor my father I want to play well I don't want to just play I want to and I don't even know if I was really specific but I think he knew what I was asking and that's the sign that the God is real Um, it wasn't some little angel comes flying in and drops a football, although angels may have been placing the balls in certain places, but I, two two touchdowns through four touchdowns at, at, by halftime, which is not, not unheard of. Um, but two of the touchdown passes were two of the best passes I've ever thrown. Now, people watching probably wouldn't know that. They'd, they'd have to know that why angle and precision had to be perfect when you're when you're when you're not running out of the pocket now you add run out running out of the pocket and someone's chasing you have to turn to the and then make a over the shoulder throw to a guy in the back corner of the end zone that has to drop only one spot and it did and then there was two more that we're just totally the opposite. Oakland could have caught it just as easily as our guys, and they didn't even come close to it. They were in position, and like just fell down. So that's you know that 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 game uh, is is important for a lot of reasons. At the time, we needed to win the game to continue playoff hopes. Um, but when I came back for the funeral. It sure made life easier for everyone because that's what people were talking about and i'm not i don't know of many people that are good at funerals or wakes I, I particularly am not very good in fact i like to if i go to one and my wife's aunt passed away about a month and a half ago and we were real close with her but my my way of Handling those situations and being in that environment is to, to make light of the situation. Talk about stories that made us laugh. I don't, I don't like being down, never have. And so that, had I played bad, coming back home would have been even worse. Oh, people, I know what they would have said. Baby, hey, you, you played, you did your best. I, don't, I didn't want to hear it. I wanted to come home and be able to celebrate. Um, and so I'm thankful that, that we were able to that kind of enjoy and rejoice about it.
2: And you've been listening to Brett Favre talking about his performance on December 22nd, 2003, the day after his father, Irvin, suffered a fatal heart attack and died. And Brett that night was 22 for 30, had 399 yards, four touchdowns, and three yards shy of his best game ever. And in the biggest night of his life, God showed up for him. And we're bringing you this story because, as you could tell, there was a lot more going on here than just the material world, grass and turf and X's and O's and plays. And we all knew it when we were watching it. Brett Favre's story, a story of a game, a story of a love affair with a sport, And a story of a love for a father and a son, and God, here on Our American Stories.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road
2: trip. I thought in that moment
0: Chumba. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. For by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a and Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Haya.